Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. He is Jason Fitz from ESPN. Hey Jason, uh, we actually have Kirk Cousins on the line. He just has, he's just, he's just greeting people today. You like that? Wow. You like that? Yeah, okay, there he is. Yeah. It's getting old, I mean, Kirk. He has that right. My God, after all the trash that we've all spoken about him, I mean, <laughs> good Lord. I mean, he has the right to come in and be a little fired up. I said it this morning on First and Last. You know, I think the hardest part about Kirk Cousins is we just can't separate the amount of money he makes versus the level of play we expect. And that because of that, every time we talk about Kirk Cousins, we, it's like we're contractually obligated to say $84 million, and that changes the spectrum with which we view him in. But four straight games, four straight wins, He's played really well. So, you know, Kirk has the right to be cocky right now. I've heard talking heads on shows like I host and like you host, Jason, throwing it and always reluctantly like, do we have to consider Kirk Cousins in the MVP race right now? So, Jason, I ask you, do we have to consider Kirk Cousins in the MVP race right now? Uh, No, wrong player. As right team, wrong player. Dalvin Cook should be considered in the MVP race right now. We're going to say that Christian McCaffrey belongs in that conversation and I, do, I, I believe he does, then we have to say the same thing about Dalvin Cook because I still believe at the end of the day if Dalvin Cook is, is minimized in his abilities, then uh, Kirk Cousins will be minimized too. Yeah, Dalvin Cook has been great. And here, here's the thing, and, and I've heard this for years now, it, which is a play action's not that big a deal. Play, I'll get over play action. When you have a guy like Dalvin Cook, Play action becomes potent, and and it takes a guy like Cousins from being gifted and pretty good to potentially being great because teams have to bite. They have no choice, Jason. Well, yeah, and look, you're right. There's this new, like, fiery debate between whether or not play action works. The only teams debating that are people that just want to continue to devalue running backs. Ultimately, anytime you can get a step, any advantage, especially when you've got guys like Diggs and Thielen, you're winning that war. So, to me, I mean, this is simple. Dalvin Cook forces everybody to defend differently. And as long as Dalvin is doing that, that's going to make Kirk Cousins better. Yeah. Uh, the NFC is going to be so much fun to watch play out here because there's going to be one or two teams that are pretty damn good and would probably make it if they were in the AFC. Uh, and they're going to be on the outside looking in right now. So what? So let's just stick on the NFC North for a second here. Do you think... Who do you think is the best team in the division, and what do you think is the state of the Chicago Bears right now, Jason Fitz? Well, the Vikings were my preseason pick to win the division. Everybody wants to hop all over the Packers. I Look, you guys know I'm a Raiders fan. 
and I'm not taking anything away from the game that Aaron Rodgers had, but the Raiders' defense, particularly in the secondary, is just hot garbage. I mean, it's just a pile of heaping trash. So he beat up on a bunch of bad football players. I understand that, that it's easy to love on Aaron Rodgers. I still think that I'm waiting to see what it looks like throughout the course of the season and how comfortable he gets with that offense as they get further into the year. I think the Vikings will end up being the team to beat in the division, and the Bears are falling apart, and that's stunning. I mean, it's absolutely stunning, and it's easy for us to sit here and trash Mitchell Trubisky. He probably deserves it. But let's also put some of the blame squarely at the feet of Matt Nagy because Matt Nagy, as a coach, can't put his quarterback in a situation where he's throwing 54 times. They're not using Tariq Cohen well at all. and I don't, I don't understand what the Bears are doing on offense. And at some point, I feel like that's going to fracture the offense and the defense here. And we're looking at a wasted opportunity for a team that has a defense that is so stinking good that they should be a Super Bowl contender. And instead, I'm looking at it saying, man, how are they going to get into the playoffs? Because winning a wild card spot in the NFC is going to be difficult to do. Do you think Nagy just doesn't have a good quarterback? Or do you think Nagy isn't doing his quarterback any favors? I'm asking you, should they move on from Mitchell Trubisky, basically? I'm going to say yes and yes. Like, look, ultimately what I want from a coach is for a coach to be able to adapt his system to whatever makes his players better. That's not happening right now with Mitchell Trubisky. That being said, Trubisky just looks – it looks like his confidence is shot. This is the same thing I've said about Marcus Mariota. When your confidence is shot, you can't get it back. It takes a regime change. It takes a team change. You just don't get it back. And there's none of, none of that's going to happen for the Bears. So Mitchell's going to be one foot out the door at my point. They're going to give him another year, and then they're going to realize it's time to move on. And then, so for uh, t- 2020, my guess is that Brady uh, divorces with Belichick and the Patriots. He hits the free agent market. He looks around. He'd like the San Francisco job, but that's not there because uh, Belichick uh, blocked it by trading Garoppolo out there. And Tom Brady is the Chicago Bears starting quarterback on oh, opening like day in 2020. Wow. Jason that's Fitz, that's my deduction of the situation. Uh, you look, I don't think you're wrong, and as long as he doesn't go to the Broncos, I'm fine. I've already lived that nightmare, so let him go to the Bears. Uh, but ultimately, let's also acknowledge like the, the fact that we're not putting into this that any married man will appreciate is Giselle has already let us know what she thinks of Tom playing in the first place. So I'm still not convinced that he doesn't just go home and say, honey, what would you like? And then whatever she says, he's going to do. So either she's got to want to move to Chicago or – Maybe she just wants him to stay home and stop playing. And ultimately, if he's a smart married man, he's going to do exactly what he's told. Yeah. So I'm not 100% sure that he doesn't just walk away. Jason Fitz with us. <laughs> so you can find him early in the morning, Monday through Friday, on uh, Score North here and the Score North app, first and last at 4 a.m. and then part of Golik and Wingo uh, during your morning drive. All right, so uh, who do you think the Gophers are going to play in the first round of the college football uh, championship playoff, Jason? <laughs> Well, look, I mean, they're one of the biggest surprises right now. And, and I'm not just saying this, you know, flippantly. I, you know, one of the great things that I have the opportunity to be a part of is college game day. And we do countdown to game day that you can check out wherever you get your uh, live stream of ESPN on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and the ESPN app. And uh, over a million people a week watching us at 8.30 a.m. Eastern every Saturday. And I, I'm not flippantly telling you this. The conversation of do we need to look at is there a shot that Minnesota should get game day has there been a real conversation because ultimately it's it, game day. When you think about the, the best stories in college football right now, you've got the unexpected, undefeated Minnesota situation. And although it's a much different situation that led up to it, Baylor is the other big undefeated surprise right now. So you've got to look at these teams and say, okay, with some of the matchups that are coming down the pipe, it makes a lot of sense. Rather than sending game day to Columbus for the 472nd time, if we can find interesting places that, that showcase great Big Ten games, why wouldn't we? So, 
you know, Minnesota's done enough that the national landscape is paying attention. They should pay attention. This is a, a better football team than we thought. They're efficient. They don't make a lot of mistakes. This is a good Minnesota football team. You know who may have dropped the ball, actually? Wisconsin losing to Illinois, and now they're probably going to lose to Ohio State tomorrow, too. It's possible that Wisconsin's the team that dropped the ball if we're looking ahead to that uh, November 30th situation, Gophers-Badgers for for all the uh, the West Division marbles. <laughs> it's it's pretty rare that the Badgers are the one that ruin it. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right about that. And, and, you know, we're in Brookings, South Dakota this week for South Dakota State, North Dakota State, and I uh, got to host College Football Live today with uh, Pollock and uh, Des. And it was funny, one of the signs somebody was holding up as we were live on set said, uh, thank you, Illinois. That's all it said. Because, <laughs> let's face it, if Illinois doesn't beat Wisconsin, game day is probably at Wisconsin uh, in, in Ohio State. I think Ohio State's going to thump Wisconsin. But there's got to be some level of hope here for Minnesota that Wisconsin can surprise some people, can play really well. That game's going to have a lot on the line. So, you know, yes, they put a wrench in it. But ultimately, this Minnesota team's going to become such a conversation. My, my most interesting thing is we're two weeks away from finding out exactly what the college football playoff committee thinks in Minnesota. And that's what is going to be interesting to see what they think of some of the unexpected undefeated teams. Yeah, that's that's what we're kind of worried about, actually. That <laughs> they're, they're just a fraud. We don't want to hear from them, actually. Yeah, we're gonna, Let's we're just put that. that on hold. We're good on that, actually. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> So, Jason, well, and as okay. long as you're ahead of schedule, let's remember that Minnesota's ahead of schedule of anything that we ever expected. So the other side of it is you know, what we have to remember: these unexpected, really good seasons become incredible recruiting pitches. They oh, become yeah. incredible sales pitches for the school. This could actually catapult. You know, the, 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 these are the types of seasons that do catapult programs forward, simply because of the money and advertising and and the ability availability and recruiting that comes from being this good this late in the season. I think if I could translate what Jason just said, he means. He means the bank should be full tomorrow and not uh, half full. That's what he means. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Uh-huh. No, 100%. Yep. All right, Jason Fitz, find him here on Score North on 1500 all throughout your morning commute as part of First and Last and also Golik and Wingo. And uh, if, you, uh, if you prefer to video stream College Game Day, you can find him there too. So we'll catch up next week. You guys have a great week. Thanks for All hanging right. out. All right, see you, Jason Fitz. Love that guy. He's a good guy. Genuinely great guy. He seems like it. Yeah. Except for the whole country music thing. He seems like a really great guy. No, he's great. No, 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 man. He's not. I'm just kidding. I, I think can... we should bring that up at some point with him. Yeah. Just can talk it out. Oh, I mean, we have to. I appreciate his talents. I can't play any musical instrument in any genre of music, so I appreciate the talents. I respect that. I just can't. I have a phobia of country if game music. Day, if game day comes to town... That means he's here that Friday, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. So then we get him in studio. He can play his. Uh, he can play, fiddle. yeah, play country music in studio. But that would Karate. bother you, right? It's singing. No, it would. It would. Probably, no, he plays. He plays fiddle. It would probably bother me. No, no, I'm saying, but if, so if he just came in and played the fiddle, that's going to bother you. Yeah, probably. Oh, this. Wait, happen. hold on a second. If it's not country music, it does. Oh no! If it's if it's not country music, we're fine. I call BS on this. Okay, what guys. about some I, of the gray I, area I genres? Bunch, you know, this is a bunch of crap. <laughs> I call complete BS. What do you mean? You just said if a man comes in here and plays fiddle and he's playing... Like, if he came in and played Led Zeppelin, totally fine. Phil, Jonathan. <laughs> if he came this in and played country you music... You know what this is? This is a poll. What do you mean? Tw- this is a score yeah. or a Twitter poll. Is this real? Because now it's just made up. So if he... Pl- okay, so if you 
Okay, what if he plays a song I told on the you, fiddle and you don't know it's country? I have a fear, a phobia of country music. I thought I was just singing. Now I'm now no I'm, country music at large. If it's Devil Went Down to Georgia, which obviously would be great. No, Devil Went Down to Georgia isn't really isn't really country. That's like country. Okay, rock. put this put this on the pole. <laughs> it's like country wait, rock. Wait, so okay, okay. What? If it's Devil Went Down to Georgia fiddle solo. And I or, told you, there are no one singing. Or Metallica Ride the Lightning fiddle solo as a guitar. <laughs> You're so, telling me that only yeah. one of those would trigger your anxiety. This is a breakthrough. I don't this know, is, man. This is a bunch of garbage. It's a phobia. I don't know what triggers it. Play a song, and I'll tell you if I feel uncomfortable. Selective phobia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a new so term. Which poll are we going with here? The poll ha- has to be. I feel uncomfortable right real? now. Is this real? Just talking is about this. country phobia real? Well, yeah, because yes, it's not singing. Because now he's saying it's not singing. You're going to just... take a poll to tell me how I feel? Is yeah, that what's yeah, happening? Yeah, that's okay. what we're about to do. All right. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a selectophobia. All right. Yeah. Write that a new down. Term for another new term. Write that down in a, an accountability session when we come back.